toxic body can't lose weight. You heard me say this before, a toxic body can't lose weight. If you're frustrated from unsuccessful efforts to lose weight, my friend, you're not alone. This is the topic that we're diving into today with an incredible expert. Dr. Wendy Trebeau is a functional medicine gynecologist. In this podcast, you will hear about her frustrating health struggles. And then we dive into the relationship between toxicity and weight gain, where we're getting toxins from, detoxification. But here is what I love about this interview the most. She provides simple places to start on the journey of detoxification to take control of your health and lose weight. What I love about Dr. Wendy is that although she is a brilliant expert, she's a wife and a mom, and we have a great conversation about overcoming the overwhelm. You're just going to love this. It's all today on Healthy Harmony. Welcome. This is the Healthy Harmony Podcast. I'm Jennifer Pickett, dietitian turned functional medicine health coach. I help spiraling moms overcome the overwhelm through functional wellness coaching for the body, mind, and soul so they can transform their health and live a deeply fulfilled life of freedom and harmony. Okay, let's get real. When it comes to your health, you know what to do. I help you make the shift from knowing to actually doing. The last 25 years of experience have taught me that the absolute last thing a woman needs is a lecture about self-care and another unrealistic diet plan. I recognize the importance of compassionate and intentional health practices so you can feel good. Because guess what? When you feel good, you are more likely to make better decisions for your health. If you're ready to take control of your complete health, address the obstacles standing in your way, and live a life of freedom and harmony, my friend, you're in the right place. It's January 2022, and I have to say I'm so excited about the Healthy Harmony podcast. You guys are going to absolutely love the guests that I have lined up. They are so good, brilliant experts, but so down to earth, and they explain things in such a simple manner and give very clear-cut, realistic strategies so we can take control of our health. Y'all, these interviews are fantastic. You're going to love them. So, Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And listen, while you're hitting that subscribe button, go ahead and leave a rating and a written review. Let us know how much you love the show. Dr. Wendy Trebeau is a functional medicine gynecologist. She received her MD from Tufts University and has been practicing functional medicine since 2009. After all these years, she is still passionate about helping women optimize their health and their lives. While her credentials allowed Dr. Trebeau a solid medical backdrop to help women achieve vitality, it's her own health journey that has inspired and supported her methods of care. Through her struggles with mold and metal toxicity, celiac disease, and a variety of other health issues, Dr. Trebeau has developed a deep sense of compassion for what her patients are facing. When she's not helping patients in her practice, which is called Five Journeys, you can find Dr. Trebeau alongside her husband and their four kids, creating a beautiful ecosystem in their yard that provides nourishment to both body and soul. 
We've got a really important topic today, and I'm so honored to have Dr. Wendy Trebeau joining us. Dr. Wendy, how are you today? I am great. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you. This is going to be a fun conversation, a very eye-opening conversation. Now, you are a doctor, your husband is a doctor, and but you've also said that you have learned more from your struggles, that your struggles is what has truly inspired you. I want to hear about those struggles. <laughs> okay. So I've been in the functional medicine world for 15 years at this point, 16 years, and I've been steadily working on my health. And back in 2019, we actually took a family trip to France and England. It was like the trip of a lifetime. And we went to France right after the Notre Dame Towers burned. And what I noticed when we were in France, I said to my husband, it's so dusty here. And I mean, we were covered with dust walking around that area. And what what I noticed right when I came back from from France was that my hair started falling out in in amounts that were horrifying. So mm-hmm. um, when I said to my hairdresser, I'm losing 60 to 100 hairs in the shower every day, she was like, oh, yeah, that's a lot. Um, so I also gained nine pounds within the three weeks after coming back from, I didn't gain any weight in France, but when we came back, I gained nine pounds. Oh, interesting. And I got this rash on my face that you know, I tried antifungals. I tried antibacterials. I don't eat sugar anyway. I tried everything and nothing helped. And about, I'm not, of course, I'm going crazy. I'm like, what am I missing here? Yeah. And I already knew that I had mycotoxins. I did that test right before we left on vacation. So that was my welcome home present of welcome home. You got mycotoxins, which is, I had like four different strains of, of mycotoxins in my body. And I'm sort of spending the summer trying to freaking out, trying to figure it out. And late summer, I hear this report on the local radio station that when Notre Dame burned, it it released about 500 tons of lead into the air and the surrounding communities. And the closer you were to Notre Dame, the more you got. And then the farther out, it sort of dissipated. And I looked at my husband and I said, we were there right when that happened. It was super dusty. And then I started losing my hair and gained all this weight. So I did a metals test on myself and I had Mm -hmm. been mildly positive before for lead just over the limit of where we start treating people. And this time I was three points higher, which doesn't really sound like a lot, but in the setting of how I looked and felt, I also had brain fog and I was like, oh my God, I got like a, enough of a lead exposure in, in France that it moved the needle. And so Definitely. I started treatment in October of 2019 and almost immediately my hair stopped falling out at that rate. I mean, I was freaking out. I lost about half the hair on my head at that point and it stopped falling out at that rate. And I started to slowly treat this and retest and retreat. And and what I noticed was that my hair stopped falling out, my rash went away, and about a year a year ago I started losing the weight. So interestingly, like I've it been in this game for a while and the weight I always say is like the first thing to go off the cliff and the last thing to climb back over because 
it's really the barometer like, okay, you're on the right track and you've quote unquote made it. So it's, it's been a pretty long process actually. Wow. And And I think, you know, just a couple things that I took from that. First of all, the weight is what stands out the first, you know, stands (laughs) out first. Like you gained all that weight in a very short amount of time and you were on this journey of, okay, what else is going on here? And you really knew what you were doing. I mean, you know, you're a functional medicine gynecologist, like, you know, your stuff. And still it took a bit to, to help come to conclusions, like what was going on with your body and putting two and two together. Truly addressing the root of the issue. And I find it interesting that the weight was the last thing to really fall off. And I think sometimes, you know, how often do we have women come to us? Their main goal is weight loss. Like, I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. So can we dig into that a little bit? What is the relationship between toxicity in the body and weight gain? Okay, so just just to preface this, I want to say two things. One is you really highlighted how hard it is to treat yourself. And Mm -hmm. I highly recommend that people work with a functional medicine provider as a coach, you know, to really help them because it's super hard to be out on your own doing it. So I don't recommend you treat yourself because A, it's lonely and B, you want to make sure you're on the right track. Okay. So, um, so for weight, (laughs) weight, when your body starts to get toxic and when I say toxic, there, there's a huge bucket of things that fall in that. So mm-hmm. that can be as simple as food you're eating that your body really doesn't respond to well. It can be sugar because too much sugar can be a toxin. Too much alcohol can be a toxin. It could be toxins like lead and mercury, mycotoxins, which are the mold, mold toxins. It mm-hmm. can be environmental toxins like plastic, styrene, um, beauty product toxins. It can be gasoline fumes. It can be pesticides, herbicides, insecticides, a huge bucket. Okay. And when you start to get exposed, your body tries to get rid of it through all kinds of things, sweat, urine, stool, your liver gets involved. And sometimes for people, there comes a point where it's too much and you can't compensate. And that often happens in the setting of a big stressor, or you're not sleeping as much, or you've changed your diet, or you're traveling a lot, something lifestyle that's really got you going really does put a stressor on the body's ability to get rid of toxins. So when the weight starts to creep up, often it's because your body's trying to get rid of these toxins, but if there's too many to get rid of, it stores it. Your body's really smart. It says, okay, well, I can't get to you right now. I'm going to just store you in the fat and bones and, and organs until I can deal with you. Except for women, when we store stuff in our fat, then we can't get rid of it because the body knows if you just got rid of the fat, you'd have nowhere to store the toxins and then you'd be toxic. So weight's often a barometer to say to you, oh, hey, something's going on here. Yeah. And we, every single woman who comes in says, I have a thyroid issue. I'm like, well, you might, but that's not the only reason that you are gaining weight. Let's look for really what's going on. So, so many good takeaways there. You know, um, first, you know, addressing what you said, don't try to treat yourself. This is, it's just too much to try to go through a journey like this on your own. So no matter what's going on with you and your health, it's important to get some help. And a functional medicine practitioner is the one who can do that testing and really help you dig deep and address those root issues 
And then, of course, you mentioned a health coach. You know, a health coach can help you implement all of those lifestyle factors that the um, the practitioner just told you you need to implement. Yep. So it's so important to get the help you need. And I loved hearing you say that because you know what you're doing, but it's too much to do it on your own. It, it's just oh, it's very ineffective. So I'm so glad you said that. And it's so interesting to me how the body is very protective. And so all of these toxins, the body's trying to protect itself. And so it just moves it into the fat cells uh, and, it's, and it's storing it there. So if someone's on, so I want us to talk about um, detoxification in a moment. Uh, but I want us to for talk first, You and you mentioned this, where are we getting these toxins from? <laughs> This is a big question, isn't it? Oh, I know. You know, it's funny. I really try to be inspirational and empowering, especially for women, because I feel like we all operate at such a high level and it's overwhelming. And so when I say where you get the toxins from, people usually get upset because they're like, oh, it's everywhere. So the first thing I'll say is it is everywhere and it's fixable. And Rome wasn't built in a day and you're not going to be either. So you don't have to worry about fixing everything at once. That's not how it goes. So Toxins are really sort of throughout our world. And how the easiest way I find to think about it is to separate it into sort of three broad categories. One is, what's the stuff you're putting in you that could be toxic or, or bring toxins into you? So that's your food, your alcohol, your water, drinking from plastic water bottles, drinking coffee that might be moldy. Anything you're putting in your body can expose you. And that's one reason we say it's really important to, as often as possible, focus on minimally processed food and organic if possible. And even better would be organic local. <laughs> we'll see, you know, yes. I don't know how many people have access to that, but uh, I mean, I live in New England and we don't have local organic year round. We have local organic for two months. So that one category is what you're putting in you. And then another category is what are you putting on you? And that's your clothing and your personal care products. It's estimated by the time a woman's done getting ready in the morning that she's been exposed to up to 100 to 150 different chemicals. These can be immune disruptors. They can be pro-cancer causing agents. These are all nasty things. And that's the shampoo, the lotion, the perfumes, makeup, all of it, nail polish, <clears throat> all of it contributes to are being exposed to toxins. And then the last thing I would category I would say is the things we're putting our body on and our environment. So that would include our furniture. Beds are a huge source of toxins if they're treated with a fire retardant chemical. And so we spend, you know, a lot of our lives in bed and so we breathe in these chemicals. And then the if we're spraying our yards with pesticides, if we use cleaners in our home that are toxic to us, and off gas. There's a lot of different ways that we're exposed to chemicals around us. If your neighbor sprays their yard. So that's the third category. And so what I usually work with, with people on is how do you start to identify the biggest ticket items, either the biggest ticket items that are causing trouble or the lowest hanging fruit that's easiest to change. Either I like that. Right. I really like that strategy. So what's the biggest ticket item or what's that low hanging fruit that's going to be really easy to change? So what would you say is that for a, a you see a lot of different uh, ladies, but what would be the one of those things that someone could consider as one of the things they, they need to look at first? So I think beds are huge because they've been treated with chemicals that most of us don't really need. Um, unless, so I would say if, if you live in 
really crowded housing where it's a possibility that someone could set the building on fire, or if you're a smoker, then you really do need to be sleeping in a bed that's treated with fire retardants. But otherwise, you probably don't need those chemicals in your bed because your your absolute risk of of being in your bed when there's a fire is statistically very improbable. It's like mm-hmm. not likely that'll happen. So the big ticket item is like, oh, could you get a bed that doesn't have fire retardants in it? Um, and then the low hanging fruits are things like, how can you make so so I'm not about perfection. I'm about just leveling up and making an improvement. And what that means is pick one thing. Is it your milk? Can you make your milk organic so you're not getting any uh, any milk from cows that have been treated with any growth hormones? Because that does get into our, our milk. Sure. Or can you um, make your fruit organic? So pick one thing that you could improve and level up on and get comfortable with that. And then pick something else. Again, you don't have to do the whole, you don't have to throw out your whole pantry. But what you do is as you use up stuff, get something that's, I'll call it a better choice. I love that. Because I think so often we operate in a state of overwhelm. And it's like, oh, goodness, now you're telling me all this stuff I'm using is toxic. I don't even know where to start. So I really like what's that low hanging fruit? What's what is one thing I can change today? And then in the future, I can change something else. And, And you're right. We spend a lot of time in our bed. And it's one of those things that's not discussed a whole lot. And our body needs to get that that restoration. I mean, we detox when we sleep. So um, I'm curious, do you recommend um, any sort of tools? So if someone has a question about the cleaner they're using, the skincare they're using, and they want to see how toxic that is, do you have any, any tools that you recommend? I do. It's so great. I use, there's two different tools I use. One is there's a company called the Environmental Working Group. It's a not-for-profit and they test and evaluate products. So you can go, they have an app and a website and you can go on their website or the app and look up a product. And then you can go the other direction too. If you're like, oh, I, I want a new cleaning product that's clean, you go to their product, go to their site and search under cleaner and, and it'll help drill down into what kind of cleaner you're looking for. And it'll tell you what's their what is, has their EWG seal of approval. And then the other side I really like is Think Dirty. It's an app and you can plug in. Uh, I use it more for makeup, but I believe it also does cleaning supplies too. So you can plug in there and look at what's the quality of it. Because you know, it is kind of overwhelming to pick every ingredient that's in your cleaners and look every ingredient up. I don't know anyone who has the brain space for that. Right. So we I don't, don't have time. Doing that. I know. Yeah. My God, no. So I recommend, what I recommend is make it easy on yourself. When you use it up, go to Environmental Working Group and look for what has their seal of approval. Go to that company and buy it. I love we, it. We leveled up to Aspen Clean about eight months ago. Once we used up, I tend to buy in bulk. So when we used it all up, we leveled up to Aspen Clean. That's so helpful. And I, I really do like, I like both the Environmental Working Group and the Think Dirty app. Again, I just need quick and easy. I don't I don't have time to research every single ingredient because it gets very confusing. And even though I am a little bit of a science nerd, I don't have time to dig into every single chemical, you know, they're listing. But again, these things make it very, very easy on us. And guys, I'll just reference you too to the Environmental Working Group. Um, when it comes to organic fruits and vegetables, they have identified the dirty dozen. So they have mm-hmm. identified these are the fruits and vegetables that you always want to make sure you purchase 
organic. So they have a, a, a list called the Dirty Dozen, and those are the ones you want to be sure because they're the dirtiest crops heavily spread crops, you want to make sure that you're buying organic when it comes to that dirty dozen. So they've made it very, very easy on us. Um, Now, when going back to your toxicity and you recognize, okay, I'm gaining weight, my hair is falling out. If a woman is sitting here questioning, am I toxic? What are some of those symptoms that reveal that her body is dealing with toxicity? I think inability to lose weight is the number one thing because you know, you, so let, let's back up a step. Detox is what I'll call a higher order or thriving behavior. And if your body's in survival or fight, flight, or freeze, you won't lose any weight and you also won't detox because you have to be, your body has to feel safe and cared for in order to then say, okay, let's get rid of the toxins. Okay. So that's the first thing. So I don't start with detox when I start with women, unless, unless they said to me, you know, I tore my house down and then I got really sick or I built a new house and then I got really sick. Those, those are the cues that say to me, oh, you got a toxic exposure. Or they said, oh, I had a huge leak in my house and I've been sick since then. That makes me think of mycotoxins. So if unless there's something that's cueing me to think about it, I'm really a huge proponent of let's get the foundations intact. Are you eating the food and diet, and I hate the word diet. So I'm going to say, are you eating on a program that works for you? Mm-hmm. It should be sustainable. It should be manageable. It should not feel overwhelming. It's just the way you eat. And are you sleeping? Are your relationships intact? Are you moving your body? Start with that stuff. And then if you don't lose weight after doing that, then you go, oh, okay, well, I should have an evaluation to make sure that my thyroid's in order, that my adrenals are in order. That's a functional medicine evaluation to do the cortisol stuff on, on yourself. Mm-hmm. for the adrenals. And then if those are all intact, then you go, okay, you know, we've ruled out all the other stuff. So clearly now we're looking at toxins. So it's, it's almost the last thing I look at for most people, because I, I don't know, like at least 50% of people will respond to eating in a way that works for their body and, and taking care of their mm-hmm. themselves. And then, you know, I'd say the other 50%, it's like, oh, we really do have a toxins issue here. Let's address that. So very important. And I really love your approach. And it's affirming for me as a health coach because I never like I never do detox first because I'm working uh, on those basic lifestyle factors that can make the biggest difference with a woman who is often operating in a state of overwhelm and hasn't prioritized sleep hasn't really been managing the stress, really hasn't focused on what she's been eating because she's in survival mode and it's just she'll take whatever she can get. But I love how you kind of drill down and say, hey, let's get the basics out of the way first. Are we addressing the basics? Okay, if you still can't lose weight, step two is let's look at the thyroid and the adrenals and the hormones and and do that very specific testing, which by the way, you guys heard her say functional medicine testing. There's a very different way that functional medicine looks at lab values versus traditional medicine. So this is why functional medicine is so very important. And then after that, if there's st- if we're still not making progress to really get into the additional testing to see if there's a toxin issue, um, like in what you saw, you had obviously some toxin um, issues. So as we let's move into the subject of detoxification. Mm. So where do we start and um, and how does our body detox? Okay, so <laughs> so let's start with that second part 
first? How yes, does the body that's a, detox? That's a loaded one, right? That's a loaded know, right? question. <laughs> so there's a lot of ways that you get the toxins out of you. So, and by the way, hormones can be toxic if you've got too many of them. So depending on what the toxin is, that drives how it gets out of you. Some of them are fat soluble. They need to be bound and you often poop those out. And then some of them are water soluble. So you could either sweat or pee them out. And then uh, how we work on detox is to bind to a lot of the toxins and to encourage the liver to do its job. It has two phases of detox. Uh, and what it does in phase one, counterintuitively, it makes it makes that substance more toxic. And in phase two, you then bind it and put it in the stool to get rid of it. And so that's how we do detox. And then I've already forgotten your other question because I wanted to make sure we answered how it happens. Well, that's so very healthy. I mean, just so very helpful how that happens in the body, how detoxification happens. And I don't think we fully grasp um, like how how our body detoxes, you know, and I love how you brought up the fat soluble, the water soluble toxins. Very important that there's two phases of detoxification um, in the body, two detox pathways. So where would we start? What's the most important starting point um, if we want to embark on a detoxification journey? So I'm a huge fan of data. I always say I'm a data hog. Yes. So I I think that you can't treat something properly unless you know where you're starting and where you want to get to. So when someone says to me, you know, I want to lose weight, I want to know, well, what do you weigh now and where do you want to be so that you can track it? But that also transitions for toxins too, that when you're looking to get rid of toxins, you have to measure them first. So this is where you need to work with a functional medicine provider because they're going to do your toxins testing for lead, mercury, mycotoxins, environmental toxins, herbicides, pesticides. So you have to get the data first. And then you have to decide if you're someone who, so, you know, you said to me that your audience is women who live in overwhelm. So I wouldn't recommend that you go whole hog into detox if you feel overwhelmed because it's kind of challenging and there's a lot of steps to doing detox. So what I'm a huge fan of, I think I've mentioned this, is just level up. So if you're someone who's, you get the data and you go, oh my God, where do I start? So first you start by think of all these toxins as filling up your tank. You don't want to fill your tank with too many toxins. So look at what's the highest level of something and work on not getting exposed to that. For me, it was actually gasoline fumes, uh, the, the metabolite of gasoline fumes. I had really high levels of, like ridiculously high levels in my body when I measured it. And I said to my husband, honey, I need to tell you, I love our Costco membership and the deals we get, but I'm no longer pumping my own gas there because I'm, I'm not only getting exposed to, but, but retaining these toxins. And Interesting. so I'm going to have someone else be pumping my gas from now on. And he was like, but it costs more money. And I said, you know, you're completely right. But I'm on this quest to to look good and feel good and get healthier than I've ever been. And we're either going to pay to get it, we're going to pay to keep it out of my body, or we're going to pay to get it out of my body. And I would rather keep it out than get it out. So that was for me a very easy change that I made. Like, okay, I don't pump my own gas anymore because I'm someone who clearly doesn't detox that well from it. Mm -hmm. 
time. So really focusing on what's something easy that you can do. And that's not even getting it out of me. It's just preventing it from getting more in. I hear you. I hear you. And I think it's just being uh, aware. You know, as women, I think we're so focused on listening to everyone else. We're not listening to our own bodies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, practicing that mindfulness and, and just realizing in the first place, hey, I have some opportunity here to just level up. I can't change everything at one time, but, you know, I can start here and starting to review what products are you using? Um, where could you be getting some t- toxicity? And then what can you do about it? And I love how you say you just can't do everything at one time. It yeah. doesn't work. So, you know, let's kind of speak to that. You know, both you and I see that women are operating in a state of overwhelm. Let's talk about that for a second, Jennifer, because I, I mean, I only see women in my practice because I'm a gynecologist. And one of the things that we work on constantly is how do you put your own air mask on first? You know, the airlines really nailed it. You yes. can't help others if you are not healthy. And so I always pull out, you know, when I've gotten to everything and I can't make a difference for a woman, what I pull out is okay, let's talk about your kids. Would you be proud if they were treating themselves the way you're treating yourself? And of course the answer is always no, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'd be horrified if my daughters were doing this, or I'd be horrified if my son was dating someone who didn't take care of themselves. So, so as a parent, the most beneficial contribution we can make to our children is to be women who set good boundaries, care for ourselves, and do what it do what our bodies need to be well well taken care of and healthy. And so when you drill into what that means, that means that if you have a toddler and it's hard to sit down with them because they're all over the place, but it's really important that you sit down and eat with your toddler. A because you need to eat, B they need to understand how do people interact at the dinner table and what does it look like? when people are sitting at a meal and being civilized, essentially. Yes. But, but making sure that you take care of yourself in the game and that way your children will understand, oh, yes, I need a break. And yes, I don't need to push through this. I need a break. It's okay to say you need a break. It I is, only learned yes. this like three years ago. I'm 51. I just learned it's okay to take a break. And so if I could offer that to women you know, we, we, we need downtime and, and brain space in order to function well. And it could be five minutes, but you need a break during the day. To oh, I agree. Reset. It's amazing how we don't give ourselves permission to take care of ourselves, to listen to our body. We don't give ourselves permission to take a break. Yeah, I think it it comes to our expectations. You know, we expect that the picture of a successful woman and a good mother looks like X. And that X includes pushing through, getting everything done, having a spotless home. And a lot of that's really just a construct. It's fake. It's not real. You know, you're the only one grading yourself and you're super hard grader. So nobody else really cares how our house looks. Well, maybe your mom cares. You know, my mom cares. She was like, oh, it looks like a bomb went off. I'm like, yeah, I got four kids and two businesses. A bomb went off. Yeah, a bomb went off. <laughs> I'm so, it care. is what it is. It is It is what it is. Um, so I, I loved hearing you say, sit down and eat with your family. Our kids are going to learn about nutrition from 
us. No yes. one else is going to teach them about nutrition. And so they're really going to mimic what we do. And I think there's so much value, you know, not just from a nutrition standpoint, but mentally and emotionally of a family sitting down to eat. And I know well, I've got two teenagers. It's really, really hard sometimes. But I want to I, I want to ask you, what else do you guys do as a family with four kids? I mean, both you and your husband are doctors, very, very busy. But what else are some of those healthy practices that you've implemented in your family that you've seen the most benefit from? So we always have dinner together. Now, I have, so I have four kids. They range in age from nine to 17. And the older two are teenagers and they have really rich and busy lives but we always have dinner on the table. They don't always make it at dinner time, but we always sit down as a family with whoever's around and we make it a point to eat together and eat well. So that's one thing that we've done as a family. And then we really prioritize, it sounds weird, we prioritize movie night and we prioritize sleep. So those are two things, you know, movie night because it brings us together and sleep because you mentioned it, that you detox when you sleep. And it's so important to let your body rest and recover. I love it. And just so simple, right? Like you didn't give us any kind of complicated recipe here to, for healthy yeah. families, but just those basic things, sit down at the dinner table, eat together, prioritize sleep, prioritize fun things like a movie night. I think that's just so very, very valuable. And I think you've done such a great job today of helping us kind of overcome the overwhelm and identifying some of those small things that we can make some adjustments in so that we can take control of our health and feel better. Yeah. And there's one more thing I would say about dinner time or any meal time. Mm -hmm. If you have your partner there with you, I would recommend that you pick the seat farthest from the kitchen. Because if you're in the seat closest to the kitchen, you're the one who's going to pop up and get whatever you forgot on the table. And if you're in the seat farthest from the, the kitchen, it makes more sense for the other person to go get it. And I have noticed this when we eat in our dining room, that if I sit at the far end, I'm a lot more relaxed than when I sit at the close end. Because every time we're missing something, I'm like, oh, I got to go get that. And so true. So change your seat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, so simple, so practical. So I want you to tell our listeners about the book that you wrote, because it, I mean, encompasses so many of the topics that we covered here today. Yes. So when I did all this testing on myself and realized how many toxins I had, I looked at my husband and I said, I am such a dirty girl. And then I said, and that's the book we need to write because if I'm so dirty and leave, I'm like the poster child for clean living, but I have all these toxins, what does the rest of the world have? So we wrote this book called Dirty Girl, Ditch the Toxins, Look Great and Feel Freaking Amazing. And it's all about how do you identify and then get rid of and all the different various ways we're exposed to and how do you guard your, guard your backside, right? Because we have, all of us are are genetically determined, but we're not our genes. We're much more than that. So how yes. do we take our genes into account, take our lifestyle, our food, our exercise, our exposure, and how do we start to level up and improve and get healthy? So, and so good. That's what so we good. did. Basically a blueprint for life. 
I love it. Put in a very simple manner that's not going to overwhelm us, which thank you for doing that. You know, there's a lot of experts out there that um, they seem so intent on just showcasing how genius they are that they don't break things down very simple. And so you're one of these doctors leading the way and making this very simple for women. So I thank you for that. Thank you for being a leader in that. That's so very important. So I cannot wait to check that book out. Um, uh, Let me ask you you as we wrap things up what like word of encouragement would you give our listeners today so if you have young children it can feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel because they're so all-consuming and I will say they grow out of it that's the first thing to remember and the most important thing is to just do your best you know don't drop them on their heads don't hit them and be nice to them right you're going to get through these days they'll pass and then if you're the parent of teenagers um, like you and I are it's uh it's a different game it's really how do you how do you love and cheer them on at a very challenging point and and maintain your sanity when when you know get the games and the stakes get a little bit bigger when they're mm-hmm. teenagers so what i would leave women with is every there's always hope wherever you are there's always hope and possibility to level up And it's just important to work with someone who can help you identify what's the most important thing. And then what are the things you can not worry so much about so they don't cause a stress for you? Oh, I love it. I love it. Such a great conversation today. Such a a really good conversation. And I'm excited for my listeners to follow you. So let let everyone know uh, where they can uh, get in touch with you and connect with you online. Sure. So... Our website is fivejourneys.com. That's F-I-V-E, journeys, J-O-U-R-N-E-Y-S.com. And then our Instagram, there's two. There's Five Journeys Health for the company. And then my personal Instagram is Wendy Trubo. And then our Facebook is Five Journeys. And that's, I don't think there's health after that, actually. I got to check on that. And then I don't know that I mentioned to you that we actually wanted to do a giveaway for your for your listeners. We We've spent a lot of time putting together the resources for how do you clean up your your environment, your home, your, your, your beauty products, your home, all of that. And we've put them all together in a guide. And there's like, it's it's all linked up. So you can just go in the guide and go, oh, okay. Oh, here's the mattress I should buy. Great. Click. So we we normally sell it, but we'd love to offer that to your listeners as a free gift. And that's fivejourneys.com forward slash promo, P-R-O-M-O. And they can get the free guide to start leveling up on anything that they pick. That is so very, very helpful. Because like you said, it's just very overwhelming. It's like, oh my goodness, you're telling me my mattress is toxic, but I don't even know where to go to look for a new one. So I'm excited to check out that guide. Thank you for making that available to um, all of my listeners. And guys, I will make sure that Dr. Trubeau's, all of her um, links that she gave you, her website, and of course the link to that, um, that freebie, that guide, that that will be uh, in the show notes. So you can just click on it very, very easily. Dr. Wendy, thank you so much. This was such a enlightening conversation. I learned a lot, but also very encouraging. So thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Okay, wasn't that great? I loved that interview. I just, I was so impressed with Dr. Wendy. And I'm really excited about the Ditch the Toxicity tool that Dr. Wendy is providing to us. So again, that link is uh, 5journeys, F-I-V-E, 5journeys.com 
forward slash promo. Uh, So be sure and take advantage of that. And remember, friend, if you need support, I've got your back. So you know how to get in touch with me. I'll have all of this in the show notes. And until we meet again, have a healthy and happy day. Bye, y'all.